just before we get into this podcast, I'd like to add a little um, little message at the start. Um, we just reached the news uh, this afternoon that Captain Sir Tom Moore had passed away due to coronavirus. Uh, this man had been a great um, inspiration and a hero for many during what has been a pretty awful last 12 months. So, in honour of his all of his achievements in raising over £35 million for the NHS, I'd like to dedicate this episode to Sir Captain Tom Moore. To Sir Captain Tom Moore, he will be remembered greatly. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Generation Football Podcast. Uh, my name is Toby, and I'm joined by my good friend Dan. Hello, Toby. Hello, listeners. How is everyone? We made it to episode two. Amazing I achievement. I know, <laughs> I, know, I know, we made it past wow. the first episode, which is a Not great start. <laughs> past and present. So, we're looking at some of the biggest transfers from this January window. And we'll also be taking a look at some of the, the most interesting transfers from the past and the present. Some of the best ones to the Premier League and some of the worst ones to the Premier League. There are plenty from each. Uh, so, <laughs> before we get into that, we're going to start into the first section, uh, which is called Scores on the Doors. Uh, where we discussed the fixtures from the previous week of action, which we did briefly discuss in our last podcast, what we thought would happen. Interesting to see whether they, match, whether they match up or not. So the first game of the week was the FA Cup game, the last FA Cup game of the ra- previous round, which was between Bournemouth and Crawley. Uh, I know you probably didn't see that. I, saw, I went to watch the highlights. Uh, a couple of good goals from Bournemouth, to be honest with you. Jack, Jack, Jack Wilshire looked really good on his debut. He scored an excellent goal from the edge of the box. Crawley goal was a good equaliser. And then Josh King, who we'll talk about in a minute with regards to transfers, uh, scored an excellent low finish into the bottom corner. So, all in all, good game for Bournemouth. Um, yeah. Yeah, not bad. They're into the next no, round. Good, good. I'm not sure well, they're playing. Well, shame for Crawley to knock out Leeds and get knocked out to Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth. It's a bit of a shame for them, really. But Bournemouth, Bournemouth, are, are, Bournemouth are a good team, to be fair. They're pretty much a Premier League team in the Championship. They are, they are. Probably, yeah. um, then there was some Premier League games on the Tuesday of last week. Man City won 5-0 at West Brom. Um... Yeah, there was a bit of there was a bit of debate over an offside goal in that one, uh, where the flag was raised against the Man City player. They played back to Cancelo, who then left footed top put a left foot shot put into the top corner. But they checked the VAR, and he was clearly onside, and the goal was given. I mean, West Brom were grieved, but as you, as what, what you learn when you're a youngster is you learn to play to the whistle, and West Brom failed to do, do that, indeed. and it cost oh. them. And then they conceded four more goals after that. So you know. Can I can I jump in here and say you may have called Sheffield United and we'll talk about this as well in a bit, but you may have called Sheffield United one of the worst Premier League teams. Are West Brom under Sam Allardyce one of the worst Premier League teams of all time? I think they are pretty dire. (laughs) Apart from them being (coughs) wall, they are awful. They aren't they aren't the great team to watch, but they have made some exciting signings like Ainsley Mate and Niles on loan from Arsenal. So we'll have to see whether they improve. As we saw then, they were pretty ordinary. They conceded four goals in the first half, sorry. So, yes. which is pretty North awful. It, Ilka Gundogan looks in great form, then I have to say, got two goals. Now, get him in, get him in your FPL, guys. If I you think... haven't got him in your FPL, get him in your FPL. Amazingly, he's scoring goals. <laughs> I think because he's playing in a slightly more advanced position for City, but all in all, expected result. Uh, Arsenal got some revenge for the FA Cup. They beat they Sam. Did. They won three one at Southampton, which I was kind of ex- a bit surprised by. Yeah, I think both of us predicted an Arsenal loss, didn't we? I think so because one. and. We were obviously very wrong. <laughs> no, we didn't get that one right at all. Um, no. To be fair, Southampton's goal was a good goal. It was a good 
uh, half volley from Stuart Armstrong from a Wood Prowse corner. And then Arsenal just took hold. Uh, Pepe scored. Saka scored the second, took it around the keeper. And then Saka then used an, an excellent across-the-box uh, ball for Alakazette to tap in. So really, Arsenal dominated after the Southampton uh, opener. I think, I think Saka's, Saka's in quite a good form at the moment, isn't he? he? Is, and he's is. actually... It's, it'd be good to get him playing well for England as well. And like, I think well, he, the, yeah. The, yeah. It's, it'd be difficult to fit him in with all of our left backs and right backs and whatever we have, but I, he's in good form at the yeah. moment. So Gareth, pick him. Pick <laughs> I, him. <laughs> I still think he's going to get picked because he's he's a useful left wing back option. I think he's gonna exactly. Get, I think he'll be in the squad. Him and Chill will be the two main left backs. That's left wing yeah. backs. Depends what sap system Southgate wants to play. Whether which one will play, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, good win for Arsenal, and then West Ham won three two at Palace. Um, Zaha to open the scoring. Uh, then Suchek Su- scored a header to equalise. Suchek sort of sloppily turned in a shot from a deep free kick to put West Ham ahead. Antonio was very unlucky not to score in that game. I watched the highlights. He hit the post twice in the first half. Oh, oh. Very unlucky. One rolled across the box as well, so he's very close. Uh, West Ham got a third from a header from Craig Dawson, who looks in excellent goal-scoring form, which is strange to say. Um <laughs> And then, Craig Dawson for Player of the Month. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought it? Craig Dawson. What a <laughs> signing that is! Actually, a cracking signing that one for West Ham. Um, and then Palace got a late ninety seventh minute uh, uh, consolation from Michi Michi Bashway. Yeah, no shock. Uh, all in all, all in all, West Ham playing quite well. Deserved that win. Uh, the last game of that day was Leeds against uh, Newcastle. Uh, it was it was. It was good, good, good play from Leeds for uh, Rodrigo and Rafinha linking up very well for the first goal. Newcastle equalised with a lovely sort of like good, good bit of passing play, uh, and it was scored by Miguel Almiron. And then Leeds as winner was an excellent left-footed strike from it was also almost on the outside of the boot from the left-hand side of the box from Jack Harrison. Uh, so that was a good, that was a really good goal actually. Uh, Newcastle were. Creating a lot of chance in the last thirty minutes, but just just couldn't couldn't put him in, couldn't make couldn't couldn't find that I think, goal. I think Steve Bruce said that after their win in the game they've just had, mm. it was it's been the longest run he's had without a win because they were in pretty bad form. Yeah, yeah, week. it was eleven games without a win for Newcastle until That's this week. Terrible, which is awful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, to fair, the Leeds keeper played well, made some good saves, including he's him. isn't the right keeper actually. He's yeah, okay keeper. yeah, compared to that. Kika Casilla, who is literally awful, who was the one who played the cup, who was dreadful, and yes, and they're glad to have that keeper back. I'm sure Mesli- Mel- Melier. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, like I said, he made a big save to deny John Joe Shelby's header at point blank range. So he had a pretty good game. Newcastle should have probably scored, but Leeds keeper just had a great game. Uh, so that, that was the, those are the Tuesday games. Move on to Wednesday. Uh, Burnley against Villa. Burnley won three two. Pretty exciting game. Burnley in good form. Bish, bash, bosh, not really much needed to be said. Villa are also in good form as well, they kind are. of, even though they lost. But... They are. They're, they're a good team. They're, just, they're, they're a good they're team. team. I agree. Uh, the next game was Chess against Wolves. I'm sure you've got something to say about that. I, I have got a few. It was a pretty like boring game from yeah. all standpoints, really. We looked good. We looked better, and obviously, as you would under like, a new management. like The fresh kick in there was too cool. Here the other day, and they looked pretty solid uh, over that day. Um, just want to mention special shout out to Callum Hudson Doy. He's looking superb at win back at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's looking incredible. 
and he's got two back-to-back man of the match uh, performances in Wolves and in the Burnley game as well. Not bad. So is he is he becoming a bit of a Victor Moses now, a winger converter to a well, wing back? I think I, I don't know. It, it, he seems a bit. He's maybe version of snake territory. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Go <laughs> on, do tell. Under Lampard, he hit this really good bit of form, right? And Lampard mm-hmm. rewards that good bit of form with him starting. Yeah. And then he plays, he starts, and he's awful. He was dreadful. Yeah. And then when Tuchel comes in, he's looking like a different player. Really? <laughs> Completely. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I have to say there. Okay, okay. So, uh, uh, a nil-nil, but not a terrible game overall. No, um, no, no. The next game was also a nil-nil. Uh, Brighton against Fulham. Pretty boring game. I'm not really surprised by the result whatsoever. Uh, moving on swiftly, no. I think. <laughs> uh, Everton against Leicester was what finished one-one. Ames apparently scored a excellent twenty-yard strike, and I think Harvey Barnes equalised for Leicester. But Leicester, Ooh, Leicester are really struggling. That Jamie Vardy they really struggle. Oh, what a shame! What a shame! <laughs> <laughs> they needed to sign a striker in this transfer window. Because... Oh, oh. <laughs> because Ian actually doesn't really trusted. Them. No, <laughs> play Perez up top, surely. Probably, yeah. I'm sure he could do a job. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not. I did predict a draw, so it was a draw. Not surprising. Uh, Man United against Sheffield United. Well, Toby. Oh, oh baby. Well, well, oh well. baby. <laughs> uh, as some of you may recall, I did call Sheffield United one of the worst teams to play in the Prem in that last podcast. If you do recall, um, I'm kind of eating my words a little bit after that because Sheffield United played quite well, and I'm glad them because they've knocked up Man United's overconfidence a little bit. So to shut them up for a few days, quite nice. Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer apparently said that the first Sheffield United goal was a bit questionable. I just watched the highlights, I completely disagree. Shocking, shocking defending and shocking goalkeeping. And I think fair play to Sheffield United, they just crowded the keeper. It's a classic, classic Sunday league kind of move, isn't it? Just crowd the keeper, don't let them get him in the ball, and the ball went, ball went in off the Sheffield United head. Um, all in all, I think Man United didn't really play their best in that game, and Sheffield United completely deserved the three points of the game from that. And actually, are they on like six points or nine points now? They're something like that. Nine points. Oh like, my! The 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 high heights of nine points. They're oh almost out of double figures. Shh, bloody hell! I can't believe it. We're over halfway through the season as well. <laughs> <laughs> double figures. Yeah, <laughs> that's embarrassing. But at least they got a win. They just they deserve that win. Uh, Chris Wilder would be might be pleased. Uh, and then the final game oh, of that that game week. Man was the Tottenham against Liverpool game, which we kind of build to being a quite a good game. It wasn't quite as good in some respects. As we it was okay. It was, uh, a, it, was... It, it was a decent game, I'd say. As a neutral who doesn't like either of those teams, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was horrible to listen to, as in commentary-wise. <laughs> Apart from that, the football was all right. <laughs> and I actually turned it off at like 70 minutes to watch the Napoli game instead, because I'd actually had enough. <laughs> of the absolute nonsense that was going on and Spurs fans I feel your pain alright for this game at least on Thursday I'm not going to feel your pain but I, <laughs> right, I'll be laughing at you on Thursday hopefully <laughs> right but this one I feel your pain there was a couple of like in the Son offside so close it's so close it's very tight I think the thing was the thing is the Son offside that could have gone either way on a different day that exactly. could have been given it's just really one of those marginal calls which is very hard to call but that's, but that's sort of the problem with VAR is it shouldn't be on one day it can be given on one day it can't yeah. it should be one rule for all for all of it It's in my opinion the problem is offside, bit... offside is a very 
touch and go kind of option compared to sort of yeah. some of the video review systems and other sports it's very one of those very tight ones to call it's a bit like in cricket trying to call a no ball or a stumping yeah. where the player has to have his foot behind the line it's that kind of it's that very sort of very marginal thing which can sort of go either way on interpretation so it's gonna be very hard to solve it but we'll leave that for a future podcast which we discuss far which is very likely yeah. but yeah all in all um the team points. We, 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 they, they scored some goals in we, 2021. We scored some league goals in 2021. It's, a, it's great. We love to see it. But I think we completely deserved it. Uh, Firmino was a nice goal. Trent got a nice, got, got a good rebound to smash past Lloris. Hoiberg's, Hoiberg's shot was a pretty good one. Pile driver. What, 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 what do you... Like a traction engine. Yes, right, yes, yes, lad. Saying. Yes, lad. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say that. Uh, but Liverpool... Of course, mate. Yes. Classic Alan Partridge line. Uh, but Liverpool were clinical, deservedly won the game. Salah goal rule that, was ruled out for handball, even though ha- Dyer handball first, which was an interesting call. But I can see why it was not given, because Salah's handball did benefit the goal. But I can see why yes. it wasn't given. I don't think, I think the way it was where sort of Dyer was sort of around him a bit, it looks a bit like quite physical from Dyer. It kind of looked like he was sort of almost trying to wrestle. Was it Firmino who had the handball? No, it was Salah, was I think. It, I think was it was Salah? Okay. I think it was Salah. And it's sort of like, but I think. Dyer's hand aren't in a more natural position and Salah's weren't. So Yeah, I can see yeah. what I can see what I wasn't given. But um I do think Dyer was quite lucky there. In, well there was also... another handball as well, but no one talked about it. Uh, so <laughs> we, we won't we won't mention that. Um uh, I, I don't think that was a handball, the Allison one. I think that was well but it, we I, didn't get shown I, so it, there can't no, be anything in it, but No, I think it was it was a close one, but I think you can I think you you err on the side of the goalkeeper just being inside the box, I think that one. When I've watched it back. But, if, but the thing is, but I I have asked uh, my, my dad who is actually a referee what, as well. What, what did he say? If your hands are outside the area with mm-hmm. the ball, yeah. that is handball. It doesn't matter where your feet are. Okay. If, they, if your hand is outside the area that is handball. So maybe Liverpool got lucky that no one really was paying attention there. Son was the only one that appealed for it, really. But, but the, the the issue the issue is the rules in the FA rulebook don't mention any about no. how the stipulations. So it's very hard to judge without the rules being in any detail. So I don't think we can really give it. Yeah, because we all, we all tried to find the rules, didn't we? We couldn't find anything. Yeah, so <laughs> I think you can see why the referee hasn't given that because there is the rules aren't clear and aren't in that much detail. So that's fine. Um, yeah. And then Mane finished it off. Make it 3-1. All in all, I enjoyed that game. It was a bit tense at points, but I think Liverpool deserved the win. Uh, so that was game week 20. Went to game week 21. We've got plenty of loads of games to get through here. Crikey. Um, Everton lost 2-0 ho- uh, uh, home to Newcastle. Newcastle were excellent, I have to say. I have to say. They ended their, their losing yeah, streak. Counter-attacking football was superb. Superb. I've got to agree, yeah. Yeah, both goals were scored by Callum Wilson. An excellent signing, I have to say, for Newcastle. That's exactly they need someone to get goals. And bringing him in at the start of the season was an excellent signing from Bruce. Um, the second one, goal in particular, was superb. Uh, it was a beautiful counter-attack from an Everton corner, led by Alan St. Maximan on his, on his return as well. It's nice to see him back playing again. Um, it is indeed. And he played the ball to Jamal Lewis, who crossed it into Callum Wilson, who slotted past Jordan Pickford. So all in all, I think Newcastle played really well and deserved that win. And Everton are looking a bit iffy. From their sort of early season uh, Again, triumphs. What a shame! Who cares? <laughs> Get I them mean, out. <laughs> I mean, it was inevitable that Everton were going to fall from grace at some point. We're slowly going to sneak back up that table. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, all right? Yeah. So Everton were very good. Newcastle good. Summary of that. 
Um, Crystal Palace beat Wolves 1-0. Uh, Eze scored an excellent goal for Crystal Palace again. He, he's looking like a some player. Like I saw him on Leonard Wickham a few seasons ago, and he was he looked like a stunning player. And he yeah. he's proving in the Premier. He's, he's doing an excellent job. He's been he's been very good. He was very good for when he was at QPR before in the Championship, and then he's proved that he can step up to the next level and was very good. And Palace uh, are a bit inconsistent, but when they do play well, they play well. I think under Roy Hodgson. Do we want to quickly just have a quick word about Wolves? Because be, be they're in a bit of a crisis at the moment. Mm-hmm. They've not won a game since they've beaten Chelsea in the Premier League. I don't think. Did they win at the weekend? Uh, oh, no, that is the weekend. That is the weekend. Ignore me. Yes. <laughs> um, they've not won a game since they've beaten Chelsea. Yeah. They're not doing that great in the league. They could very easily slip into a relegation battle. See, the thing is... What with, are your thoughts? The thing is with Wolves is losing Raul Jimenez was a big loss. A massive loss. They have lost. But he wasn't. But he wasn't the same the season as he has been the season before. Anyway, no, before but yeah, but same. Even bef- before the injury, he was still their main threat. And have it losing that that sort of that pivotal player up front does have a massive effect on the rest of the team as well. Not just yeah. Not, not just in goal scoring terms. It's just that it's that physical presence. Yeah, it's, no, it's, true, it's a bit true, like true. if Wickham didn't play Akinfemura up front. If he played Alex Samuel, it's that lack of physical oh, presence. I mean, Alex Samuel, what a man. Shout out to Alex Samuel for listening. Not that you will be, but if you are, what a man. you're an absolute go, and I love you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough enough of that. Um, Man, United, Man City scraped past Sheffield United. Gabriel's got the only goal of the game. It was a bit drab compared to what we think thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be absolute demolition, but Sheffield United again proved that they can they can hold their own and not concede too many goals. Not bad. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. That's about um, that's about it, really. Yeah. Uh, and next, Arsenal Man United. I didn't actually watch this because I well I was gonna watch it and then I got then I heard it was a really really boring game. So I was just like, all right, I'm not watching it. <laughs> well, I think that sums it up. Pretty boring game. Stale night. Yeah. Nil nil. Don't talk about anything else. No, I think so. But, now, but we can move on to what is maybe one of the most insane decisions by VAR so far this season. Yeah. Oh, Southampton lost to Aston Villa, but should Southampton have had a penalty? Absolutely, they should have had a penalty because what happened was it was I don't know who shot it, someone, and what Mike Cash has done is moved his arm towards the ball <laughs> to basically stop it from going in. They've gone to VAR. Yeah. It literally, like I messaged you, didn't I? And I was like, "That's yeah. a penalty," and you were like, "Oh, I've got to have a look really quickly." Yeah. You had a look, and you're like, "Yeah, that's a penalty," and then it went to VAR and it didn't get given. How can that not get given? Honestly, that was shocking. Like I've I watched it back and it was clearly a handball. Although I'm reading the BBC News article, BBC Sport article, apparently it came off his thigh. But I didn't see didn't, that. I didn't no. see that. I wasn't convinced. So no, I think I wasn't convinced they, they got a bit lucky, Villa. Uh, and Ross Barkley, Chelsea yeah. Lonely scored. He, yeah, he's doing all right over in yeah. Villa. Yeah, I'm re- I've, I've just read a stat. He scored his first header goal in the Premier League since December 2016. Oh, that's a nice little stat. Nice, yeah. So yeah, he, he hasn't he hasn't been at his best, but he. He he's got the potential to recover some of his best form at Villa, so that was good for I think yeah. good for his own confidence to get that. Um, yeah. Then we we'll move on to Sunday, the last four games of the weekend. Bloody hell, it goes on forever. Uh, Chelsea beat Burnley two 0 so I'll leave you to discuss that one. So yeah, uh, a win for Tuchel, hooray, fantastic. <laughs> but Burnley did not threaten Chelsea at all in that game. It was like I, well, my my dad when I was watching my dad, he was sort of saying that. He was really comfortable at one nil, and I'm not. I'm not that sort of person. I'm not comfortable at one nil, 
because I know I, I know Chelsea, and yeah, I know we yeah. can just like one mistake from a defender or one mistake like Mendy doing like a Cruyff turn on the defender <laughs> that could have gone horribly wrong. I rate it, I rate it, but like just just be careful, mate. All right. Um, yeah, literally. Is that and uh, we yeah well we played we played quite well I thought um, both our goals coming from defence. Aspel quite a bit in the first one, quite a nice tidy finish. And yep. uh well, a man who has not played since September since he betrayed Frank Lampard, who isn't the manager anymore. I think I might have said something about it last week, but I'll take it back now. <laughs> New manager. Um what a goal it was. The chest, the knee, and then the finish was superb from Marcus Alonso. Take a bow. I'm just applauding you, you probably can't hear that, but I'm applauding you, Marcos. <laughs> Can say that was an excellent finish. It was, it was such a nice goal. That, Roberto Carlos, who? It was. It was like, well, yeah, exactly. It was. It was. It was. It was a forwards finish. That it was. Tr- it was an exactly. excellent finish. And, uh, and Tuchel said after the game that the forwards need to have a look and be like, okay, take note. This is how I <laughs> take note, guys. This is how you score goals. Because <laughs> obviously we're, we're sort of the forwards are struggling a bit at the moment, mm. but it's coming. I can feel it coming. It's uh, Timo Werner's going to score. And again, special shout out to Callum Hudson Doyle for getting his second man of the match in a row. Well done. We're up to seventh now, so well done, Callum. Solid win, that, I think. Against the mm. against the informed Burnley, who could have potentially been a banana skin for Chelsea. Um, mm. Yeah, in, uh, solid win. Uh, then there was Leicester against Leeds. Surprisingly, Leicester, I, I'm surprised Leicester lost 3-1 in that game. I really am. But, as we know, Leeds can be very unpredictable. And the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, that just proves it, doesn't it, really? Um, uh, Patrick Bamford, take a bounce on for my fantasy. Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, class. How many points? How, how many points? How many points do you have in your fantasy this week? Curious. Uh, I only got like forty-two, but that's because oh dear, certain yeah. circumstances. But you got like eighty something, eight. so whatever. Uh, yeah, just a cheeky eighty-two points. <laughs> just a cheeky, just a little eighty-two. Yeah, points. yeah, it's just cheeky, just a cheeky thirty points from Salah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, as we do. Oh mate, I got, I, I got. For some reason, it moved Ben White in instead. Oh, because you can't have more than you can't, you can't, you can't have fewer than two, three defenders. Oh, perfect. Got six points from Ben White. Love that. Oh, instead, of, instead of my four oh, points, man. instead of my four points from Curtis Jones, cool. <laughs> that's fine. We love to see it. We're up to level now, mate. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm forty points behind you now. Yeah, but that's that's quite a few points to be fair on fantasy, isn't it? Really? Well, it only takes. I, like... I, I I can't believe I'm like three hundred points behind. Wait, top. I'm, that's shocking. How how far behind we are? He J- James Lewis. I know you'll be listening to this, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you eating that gives you this fantasy? <laughs> Fantasy ability, right? <laughs> what is it? I want to know. I want to know, James. I wanna know. <laughs> anyway, we're struggling. That's that. That's the general general gist of that one. Um, so yeah, Alex. But the thing about Leicester is that they are really struggling without their their main man, Jamie Vardy, as I've said, which I think is a big issue for Leicester in the long run. Is that if he has more injuries as he gets older, but when he yes. does play, when he does play, he's a game changer. Leicester, it really is so important, Honor. so important to them. Got so many awesome. The last of a few seasons. So again, Leicester sort of slipping off form a bit, dropping down the table oh. a little bit. What a shame. Again. <laughs> Bottling it again, are they? Um like, oh, like, like, I hope not. Well we'll have to see, won't we? Um <laughs> Liverpool won three one at West Ham. Uh not really surprised by that because Liverpool have a good record against West Ham at the London Stadium. Oh we didn't add I just realized we didn't actually add What's that? sorry. We didn't add the points from the last two games. Oh yeah, good point. For the fans, for the for, so you should carry on talking. I'll do this and then. Okay, 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 mate. Okay, mate. <laughs> um, damn, I almost, I almost got it right. 
Uh, almost got knocked dot on. Uh, yeah, so level one through went at West Ham. Uh, Liverpool up to third now. Back back on some form again. Two wins in a row. Love to see it. Uh, playing really well despite not starting Firmino and having uh, the two more recent injuries of Fabinho, Matip, and Mane all unavailable for that game. Obviously, include obviously as well as the the long term ones we already know about. Uh, Salah yeah. scored two excellent goals. The first what one. I'll say that second goal was superb. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> not not often dances about Liverpool. The second one was great. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Honestly, counter attacking, bish bash bosh. Yeah, right, it, was, it was a beautiful counter attack. Beautiful. And the third, really the third goal was a lovely team goal, uh, in which uh, it ended up Firmino handing it on a plate to Jorginho Wijnaldum to slot it past Fabianski, which again was a really nice goal and. As you said, you, you you said that to me that it was a nice goal. Um, good to see. Good to see Liverpool back into yeah. form again. And then Craig Dawson, of course, scored a late consolation for West Ham. Oh. Man on top oh. form at the minute. Um, so yeah, good win. We'll take that. That's what we needed, really. Yeah. Uh, knocking West Ham back off their pedal, pedestal yeah. uh, that they built up in fourth place. Uh, yeah. Final game of the weekend. Final, time for the big one, though. I'd yeah, say. yeah. Final game of the weekend. Which I think it was again a bit of a. Sh- we've had some shocks this week. Leicester is in the Leeds. Uh, Sheffield United, Big Man United. Some big surprising games. This one, however, I'm kind of surprised and not surprised at the same time by this one. In which Brighton beat Spurs 1 0. I'm sure, Jamie, as you're listening, you'll not be pleased with that result whatsoever. Um, but. Yeah, well, James, because James is also. Sorry, James is also. Oh, is he actually? So, yeah, he'll be sad too. Top of the league. How are you doing without Kane, mate? How are you doing without Kane in your fantasy? <laughs> you have to say that it, Kane is a huge, huge loss. I don't think you can really understand the difference between Spurs when they have Harry Kane and when they don't. It's re- it's it's it, it, it's fast. It really is. Because you look at the look at the options yeah. they have who can replace him. Vinicius is absolutely shite. He's so bad. <laughs> you can only score hatch. I really hope. Against- really hope this doesn't come out to bite you. Really hurts doesn't come out to bite you. He may he may have been the joint top scorer in the Primera Liga in Portugal last season. The bloke can't the bloke is awful. He genuinely is tre- dreadful. Uh he can only score Next season when he's signed for Spurs permanently and he scores a hat three years later. I don't they're gonna pay forty million for him, mate, which is apparently the, the, oh, the, the, yeah. the, the forty million yeah. for him. Yeah, exactly, mate. That's apparently oh, the option God. to buy is forty million. Which is not what you, I wouldn't do that. Fuck that. Jose. Um, Jose, Jose would make a big mistake. Jose. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He can only score past seven tier teams like Marine. So, And he was also poor against Wickham in the FA Cup. He was offside like 10 million times. But, well, all in all... That's about his level, isn't it? Huh? I'll say again? That's about his level. That's about his level. Championship. Not even that. <laughs> yeah, if, if that. It's, 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 it's Marine. That's that his level. Where he can score two-yard tap-ins. Um... And celebrate yeah. like was like he's won the Champions League. Um, but anyway, not very good, not very good for Spurs at all. Again, I said I expect an unexpected result. I think genuinely, I would not have seen that coming. As poor as Spurs are without Kane, I didn't really see it. I didn't see it. Um, Trossard scored the only yeah. goal for Brighton. He's a solid player. Did a Brighton would be very pleased with that result. Graham Potter will be absolutely buzzing about that. We'll also be absolutely buzzing about his amazing signing of a Uruguay and you're not Uruguay, Ecuadorian player. Uh, whatever his bloody name was, I can't remember. Some some bloke apparently. Yeah, right. man, apparently, Man United scouted him. Clearly done our research. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 mate. No, he signed for like four off. Is it Eduardo something? 
I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> but anyway, that was Scores on the Doors. We're now going to look at some predictions for next week. Uh, how did we do last week, Dan? Do tell. So, last week, game week 21, Toby got eight points. So, just a reminder for everyone, it's one point for the correct result and three points for the correct score. Mm-hmm. Toby, so, in game week 20, Toby got eight and I got five. And on game week 21, we both got five points. Class. So, Class. Toby is ahead of me by three points. Class. He's on 13 and I'm on 10. Um, we're going to see what happens in this next two game weeks. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. What happens there. Interesting to see. Um, so, let's go through predictions then, Dan. Uh, starting with... So, so, again, we've got two game weeks here again in this week. So, we have a lot of fixtures to talk about. Again, what a surprise. <laughs> so, I yeah. do, do you want to give me your prediction for the first game, which is Sheffield United against West Brom? I've gone for 1-1 draw. I have, I have also gone for a 1-1 draw. I don't really... I just think it's going to be really boring. Yeah, I think <laughs> maybe Ainsley Maitland-Niles might score his debut goal. Just Maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe he won't. <laughs> maybe he won't. Uh, next game, Wolves against Arsenal. I've oh, gone for 3-1 to Arsenal. 3-1. Okay, for. I've gone for 2-1. I just think they're going to be too much. They're going to be too much for Wolves. No, I do agree. I think it will be too much, but I think 2-1. Go for 2-1. Uh, yeah. Man United at Sampton, what have you gone for? Gone for two ones Monday night. Like, I expect United to find their winning form again, mm-hmm. and to just you know just just win win again because they've not they've not they've not done very well in the last two games really. No, they? they haven't. They've, they've been yeah, off. They've drawn and they've lost. So been off the ball. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. gone for two two. I'd love it if Takumi Minamino made his debut and scored against United. That'd be fun. But I do yeah I do genuinely I do genuinely think it'll be two two though. Um. No, no. Newcastle against Palace. I've gone for two two again. What have you gone for? Servi gone for that oh, as well. High scoring game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think both teams <laughs> will score goals because we saw what Newcastle did in the last game. What Palace have done. Very capable of being a two two draw. Uh, ne- yeah. Next game. Moving on to this. The Sunday. That we have Wednesday. The oh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Wednesday. Wednesday I do, yeah, do apologise. So, so those are the games for tonight. These are the games for tomorrow. Uh, Burnley. Against City, what have you gone for, mate? Gone for two one to Manchester City. Two, I just one. don't see. I just see Burnley sort of like trying to shut them out and then just getting a couple of goals. Maybe Phil Foden and like okay. Bernardo Silva or something like that. Okay, just Ilkay Gundogan on his fantastic goal scoring form. Maybe uh, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. Um, I've gone a bit bigger. I think it'd be four one. But I do agree with you. It could one. They could hold out for a bit and then there might be a bit of a rush of goals in the end potentially. I think. With all, with with that's fair, that's with bringing with bringing on substitutions and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And then Fulham it's Leicester. I've gone for two one to Leicester. What have you gone for? I've gone for three nil to Leicester. Three nil. I just think, I just think that they'll find like Madison will just probably have a pretty good game. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll be alright. Yeah. They'll be alright. Yeah. First. Yeah. Fulham. I reckon Fulham yeah. will score. I think Fulham. Are, uh, Fulham will be pissed off they didn't get Josh King though. Because they were yeah, they were absolutely. they were very close. They agreed to deal with them, uh, so they'll be annoyed. But I think they'll score, and I think Leicester will win the game, though. Uh, Leeds against Everton. Yeah, what have you gone for? Well, based on their current form, I've gone for two-one to Leeds because I just ah. think that Leeds. Yeah. They're so unpredictable, so they could actually lose this game like seven-nil. But like, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've gone for two-one to Leeds. I've gone for two-one to Everton. I think. That Leeds will have a get into one of their unpredictable games again, and they'll somehow lose that. Even though Everton are in not brilliant form, 
I just think Everton will find something from somewhere. Josh King will probably score or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that game. Everton, not so Everton. Aston Villa against West Ham. What have you gone for, mate? 2-1 to Aston Villa. 2-1 to Villa. I've gone for 1-1. One, one. Gone for 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Boring. I, I think so, yeah. It also means I think... Fair. It also means if it's a 2-2, two, two, I get a point still. I just have a feeling. Fair. Um... <laughs> Liverpool against Brighton. I've gone for 3-1 to Liverpool. I've gone for 4-1 to Liverpool. 4-1, I yeah. just think the strikers are going to start finding their form now. and Yeah, we look good, West- we look, we look good against West Ham. And hopefully Mane will be back yeah. as well. Because let's be honest, Divock Origi is not a good replacement for Stadio Mark. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Spurs against Chelsea on the, on the, the last game of the round. I want to hit yours first before I say my one. Okay, <laughs> I've gone for 2-1 to Chelsea. See, I've gone for three ones, Chelsea. See, I think I do think you, you'll have too much for Spurs. To be honest with you, Spurs are, yeah. are not very good. They're in a bit of a rough patch of form. So, but that could be a false sense of security for Chelsea, thinking, "Oh, they're in a shit bit of form right now. We could easily win this one because we've done it before. We oh, did yeah. it with Arsenal <clears throat> this season. We'll do it again. Oh, but yeah. I think I do yeah. think we're going to win. I hope we're going to win. If we don't win. I'm sorry, <laughs> but all right, we win. Yeah, it could easily. Yeah, I do see that happening. It could, it could potentially yep. be some overconfidence, but you hope that they won't happen from your perspective. Uh, so that's the games from game week 22 into game week 23. Uh, Aston Villa against Arsenal. I've gone for two-two. I think it might be an exciting game. What do you think? I've gone for gone for two-one to Aston Villa. I just think Aston Villa are going to beat Arsenal. Really? Wow, that's, they're, they're that's quite... They've got about beating these teams that are okay. high up. Well, the traditional top six, aren't okay. they, really? Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I don't, I don't, I, yeah. I'd be interesting if it does happen. Uh, Burnley against Brighton. What, you, what, what have you gone for? 2-1 Burnley. Um, I'm, I'm in a agreement. Really bo- a really boring 2-1. <laughs> I'm, really in, boring I'm, in a, I'm in agreement. I've also got 2-1 down that game. Uh, yeah. Newcastle against Southampton. I've gone for 1-1. See, I've actually gone the opposite way of that. And I've gone for 3 2 to Southampton. Okay, yeah. I just think, think it might be quite hard because Newcastle are all right. They've got Sam Maximan back, Callum Wilson, they're firing all the cylinders. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I see that happening. I was going to go 2 2, but I thought I've already put a lot of 2 2s in. I don't know. Fulham against West Ham. I've gone for 2 1 to West Ham. Gone for. See, I've gone. For another three 0 loss for Fulham, West Ham to win three 0 Okay, heavy. Scott Park, Scott Park, not yeah. a great time of it. Oh dear. Well, no. Uh, we've got Man United against Everton. I've gone for two one win to Man United. Or for three one to Man United. I think they'll. I think they'll be Everton. And I know there's not a thing. It'll at, be at like a a Bruno Pen or something like that. Probably. Just... I know there's not really a th- thing at the moment as home advantage particularly, but. I do, do see him. Well, there's United. more away. There's been more away wins this season than there's been any other season. Not very surprising. I think so far or something like that. Yeah. So not very surprised to hear that. Um, yeah. Then Spurs against West Brom. I've gone for two 0 to Spurs. I've gone for four one to Spurs. I think if you take into account if they lost to Brighton, they lose to Chelsea. They'll want to bounce back in a quite a good way. Yeah. So I've gone for four one. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wolves against Leicester. What have you gone for? 3-1 to Leicester. 3-1. I've gone for 2-1. I don't... Hashtag Nuno in. Nuno in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, he, I think he's well and truly safe. Don't worry. Um, 
I don't, I don't see him getting rid of them at any point. Uh, but I just think it's not me. I don't, I don't think it's me a great game. Honestly, I don't really see it being a great game. But that'll probably be, probably be um, eat to my words again, inevitably. Uh, <laughs> it will be the greatest game the Premier League yes, ever seen. Yes, now. <laughs> yes, probably. Now we'll move on to the perhaps the probably the biggest game of the round uh, for sure. Uh, Liverpool against Manchester City. Yep. What are you saying, Dan? I'm going for a Manchester City win, but a 2-1 oh. win. Ooh. And now, unlike all the everyone hypes up these sort of games and then they're shite, <laughs> this will actually be an end-to-end game and it will be like flowing. There'll be some VAR controversy. It will have everything. Pep will be Man fuming. Will come out victors. 2-1. That is it. End of that. Okay. Done. I, I disagree. I, I, I can see us winning that game, but not by much, admittedly. I think it's going to be high-scoring. I'm going for 3-2. I think Pep will have a moment where he's absolutely. Pep will have a fuming moment as always. Very well, where he'll be like, not like, like, like. Well, was in that Champions League game? He was absolutely like off, <laughs> off his rocker, that bloke. The uh, the one where he did the two in front yeah, of him. Yeah, that was so. But funny, there was, yeah. but like, uh, again, he had genuine cause for that. We will talk about that another time. But he had genuine cause for that. But anyway, ish. Okay. I anyway, going to power through. Well, it was definitely a hard ball, but all right. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it now. But anyway, uh, no. I think three two to Liverpool. I think we can win that game. Anything. I think we've started to hit some form. I think this, if this was three weeks ago, I'd have definitely said City were going to win the game. But we've hit, we've, we've, yeah. the last two games have shown me that we've got a bit of something back, especially with Salah. Salah, you played West, you played, you played West Ham. Mate, mate West Ham, no. West Ham aren't that bad, and we played West Ham and Spurs. Chelsea beat West Ham in Chelsea beat West Ham in their bad bit of form. Hey, Spurs, they've got Mourinho. Mourinho doesn't know what he's doing, right? So <laughs> I don't think they're bad results though, by any means. Not we've just beat, not we've beaten Fulham and West Brom, mate. Anyway, moving yeah, on, moving swiftly on, moving swiftly on. Uh, the next game was well, Sheffield United against Chelsea. Do tell. What do you think? Three uh, 0 Chelsea. We're gonna get our revenge for last year. We lost <laughs> that's yeah, I, I don't, that's never happening again. Um, I think I'm going. For, I'm going for two one to Chelsea. Sheffield United will score. Team of Anna Hattrick. Team of Anna Hattrick. You heard it here first. Okay, well, I'll hold you to that when it doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> and the last game of the round is Leeds versus Crystal Palace. Go. Quickly. 3 1 to Leeds. I've gone 2 2. Okay, fair. Um, to end off what? that, pick your tyre of the round from game week 22, please. But can it be Manchester City versus. No, Liverpool? no, no. Game week 22. Game with 22, I said, mate. Oh, oh, game with 22. Um, I'm going with. Well, I'm going with Spurs versus Chelsea. Okay, that's fine. I <laughs> like, oh, yeah. put that. Pick that one as your one. I'm gonna go for. The game that I put was interesting. Little predictions there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know which one might. Let's go for Newcastle against Palace. I think Newcastle against Palace. Right, bold prediction. Bold prediction. Okay, and then for game of 22, I've picked Liverpool City. I think that'll be the best game. What's your, what are you going for? I'm going to go for United Everton. Okay, that could be a decent game, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Solid choice, I think. Right. Love that. That was our predictions. Uh, as you heard, uh, I'm the lead predictions, so we'll be interested to see what happens next week, mate. Uh, right, yeah. we're now going to move on to the main discussion of this podcast, which is. Uh, the January transfer window. We finally made it. Forty minutes in to the January transfer window. <laughs> uh, oh I've got a little. I've got, uh, we shouldn't. Some of these be quite quick to go through. I think they're quite straightforward. Some of these. Yes. Um, I'm. I was going to go through a few of the sort of. I'd say more straightforward, boring ones. I guess ones that sort of take take a mile a little bit. 
A uh, couple of interesting tri- free transfers I saw, though, uh, was uh, Mario Mandzukic from being uh, released from the Saudi League. It has now been picked up by AC Milan. Quite a well-travelled striker. Six-month deal. I think that's a good option. Nice. Good signing. I think it is. Well, they've already got... They've got Zlatan and they've got Rebic there, don't they? So yeah. They've got probably someone else as well, I imagine, just give, in case. Yeah, gives them some good options. Mate, that, 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 is, yeah. that, that is an old front line. Zlatan and Mario Mandzukic. Yeah, it is. So there's that one. There's yeah. also Sami Sammy Kadira, been released by Juventus and has gone to Hertha Berlin. He's 33 years old. Yep. He didn't play for Juventus this season at all in the league. So I think... Fair play, he might as well go get some first in football because he will play for Hertha. He's a good player, World Cup winner. Yep. Deserves an opportunity to get, exactly. keep playing at a good level. Uh, yeah. So there was that one. There was um, there's Jack Walsh picked up on a free uh, after being released yeah. by West Ham. Now Bournemouth, as I said, like I say, he scored in his FA Cup debut against Crawley. Um, there's a Interesting one, which was obviously the saga of Meza Ozil, has finally ended. Finally. After, oh no! Mate, how many years? How are they going to cope? How many years? How, how many years has it been of Arsenal fans complaining about Meza Ozil, saying he needs to go? Probably about probably about six. He's been there for eight, so probably about six years. <laughs> no, I reckon it's about. It's just, I reckon it's been the last sort of three years since he got a massive bumper contract. Since he got the massive bumper contract, that's when it all started yeah. wrong. I think. When him and Sanchez got massive contracts. We'll talk about Sanchez later because we, we have some things to say about we, Alex Sanchez. We, we shall. <laughs> but I think I think yeah. I think it's good for Mesut Ozil to finally get out of Arsenal because it's it's good for him to get out of the club because uh, it's clearly been a bit bad for him the last few years. The fans got on his back and stuff, and he's he clearly he, yeah. he had a great impact for Arsenal, uh, a top player. Yeah. And the player they clearly rated for quite a while. Well, Champions League winner. He was a Champions League winner when they signed him. Yeah, yeah, with from Real right, Madrid. So... Yeah, exactly. He signed for forty yeah. old, forty old mil. So he was clearly a good signing, and he won them UFA Cups and stuff. But he's gonna fell out of favour. Uh, certainly after Wenger went, uh, he fell out of favour. I'd say. Yeah. But yeah, so which one? Yeah. Which which one did you want to talk about? Sorry, I was just gonna talk about um. Martin Odegaard or Odegaard, how do you say it? Go on. Apparently, uh, 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 said either way. Arsenal, I think that's. I... I just say either way. Is I, it I saw a video of him okay. saying you can, you can say my name is Martin Udegaard, and you can say it Martin Odegaard or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, go on. You, you, okay, I'm going to call, call him Udegaard because it's more fun to say. Go. Um. So, I think his loan move from Real Madrid to Arsenal could be. It, it, do they have like a? Is there a clause in there where they can like buy him afterwards or not? Not well, think, sure. The thing about Martin Odegaard, everyone's been talking about him for years, right? He is <laughs> like the European. Will Hughes, right? Everyone's been talking <laughs> about him for years, and everyone's like, he is fantastic. He's great. He did really well last year at Sosby Dad. Fantastic season. He did, year. yeah, he did. And I, I think everyone was, everyone was actually kind of looking forward to seeing him in the Prem. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I don't, I don't like Arsenal at all, but like, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's, what he's doing, what yeah, he's going to do. Yeah. It'd be it, interesting to see. It, I think it's a good signing for Arsenal. Solid. Yeah. Considering they are basically just a loan club anyway. Shots fired. <laughs> said. People go there to come alone. That's all I do. Yeah, you know? true. And, <laughs> um, I do agree. I do agree. It's a good signing. Uh, apparently, Sosedad did want him back, but Real Madrid didn't want to send him to a rival club. Uh, so that one didn't oh. happen. Oh, well, because well, are doing really well in the league this year, they aren't are, they? They are doing all right. David, so, Silver, David Silver, the David Silver effect. Yeah, exactly, right. mate. David Silver is a top player still. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, that... Mikel Oyazorbal. 
Yeah, okay. Oh, well. He doesn't play for them. It says he does. Oh, sorry, no. It... Sorry, he does. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was Bill Bow, but I'm getting really confused. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, that's not really any, any, anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch Spanish football, so as you can tell. Um, so I, yeah, again, good deal. Uh, what else we got? We've got uh, another loan to Arsenal. Uh, Matt Ryan. That's an interesting one, I think, because he was Brighton's yeah. first choice keeper, and he's apparently fallen out of favour this season with Graham Potter. So that's I, I think that's, I think that's a good good option because clearly they don't see much in Alex Runnison, who they signed from. Uh, France in the summer, so they obviously didn't see him, trust him, was well, a backup. He, had a, he had, a, had a dreadful game against City, didn't he? In the, yeah, in yeah. I think <laughs> I think they've I think they've noticed that he's not good enough for the level, or at least not the minute anyway. He's not ready, so no. I think Matt Ryan's a good medi, re, ready-made option as a as a as a rotation option for Burton Leno, who is a good goalkeeper. Um, then yeah. what else we got? We got we got shit Bastian Haller, your best mate. Uh, you love on FIFA, mate. You love on FIFA. Last he year. was so bad last <laughs> year. He's so bad this year as well. He's so bad in real life as well. Yeah, just, um, yeah absolute flop. Well, there was a thing. I got sent one of these things by a West Ham fan in one of my group chats on Twitter. Yeah, and it was like all the signings they've signed, all the strikers they've signed, and none of them had none of them have a good like goals to game ratio. <laughs> Maybe like, a couple of them are like semi acceptable, but they are awful. Any <laughs> any names? So any names on there? You remember? Uh, uh, Chicharito. Probably, probably oh, forgot about him. Right. Forgot about him. Hernandez. Christ, forgot about him. Um, oh, this. Well, obviously, obviously, oh, obviously, obviously like Andy Carroll as well. Oh, what a man! Honestly, <laughs> but bad. but if we talk about West, just... if we talk about Mister Mister Haller, um, I think that's our, yes. West Ham have done really well to recoup that much money for him. Genuinely, I think that's impressive. In this yeah. in this window where money is tight, to get twenty and a half million for him is a good is a good good job, I'd say, because they wasted forty five yeah. million on him. Uh, from Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, and I th- yeah. they, they, they had to cut the losses at some point because he's truly woeful. Um, and he's definitely he a flop. Pretty bad. Definitely a flop because he only got forty goals in fifty-four games, which for a striker is awful. Yeah. So, I think Arsenal, Arsenal, West Ham have done well to cut the losses there. Uh, too much sure about Arsenal's enough. Enough, yeah. enough about Arsenal. Um, who else we got? We got yeah. Morgan. Well, they're, they're, they're like the only team that's done any business. <laughs> yeah, they've just got rid of all that, sacked off a load of players like Socrates and Mustafi, and they've and Mesut Ozil, and they've yeah. brought in some loans. Yeah, <laughs> fair play yeah. to Arsenal. They've had a decent window. Uh, Morgan Sanson is one of the bigger deals of the window, money-wise. Sixteen million yeah. Yeah. from Marseille. Uh, I know Vias Boas didn't want to get rid of him. But they had to kind of sell that decent amount of money they were getting for him. I think that's a good option for Villa. Good yeah. He's a good miff. He's a talented yeah, midfielder. That's a good signing, that. Um, not very much to say yeah. about it. What else we got? We've got, Amad Di- really. we've got Amad Diallo, whose transfer has finally gone through. He It was agreed in the summer he would sign from Atalanta to Man United, but he was loaned back to Atalanta for six months. Uh, he's, only, he's, he's only 18. He's a very young player. Uh, definitely a future prospect. He's not made many senior appearances. You don't really have much to go on at the minute, but it's cost Man United nineteen million pounds up front with a potential eighteen point two million in add-ons. So that's uh, I've not I've, I've vaguely heard about him. I haven't really seen much of him. He's clearly a talent, but we'll be interested to see how he adapts yeah. to Prem. I don't know whether he'll have the physicality uh, to be able to deal with the Prem, but he might he might he might, he might do well. We've not I'm not really sure. I haven't seen much. Do of you think he's gonna start like 
Do you reckon he'll start some games at some point? He might start in the FA Cup, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. But... He'll get opportunities, I'm sure, from Solskjaer. Because yeah. he'll be competing with people yeah. he'll be competing with people like um Mason Greenwood and the like and Dan James, wherever he is. Um Oh, what he, a man. He disappeared quickly, <laughs> didn't he? Uh right. Yeah. Yeah, so that I think he's definitely gonna have a challenge for positions in that team you'd have thought. He's a young player, he's got every, yeah. every chance of doing Um The next deal I saw Should we talk about Oh, sorry. Which one should we talk about? I was going to say, should we talk about your team finally signing some centre backs? Yes, mate. We should talk about my team finally signing centre backs. <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely thought we weren't going to sign anyone for a, for a uh, most of window. Genuinely didn't think so because Klopp was like, no, 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 don't sign anyone. And then, then, then when they found out Joel Matip was absolutely screwed and was out for the season with an ankle injury, um, they're like, shit, we need to sign a centre back quick and two maybe as well. <laughs> Oh, so, we'll sign two. <laughs> uh, so we signed Ben Davis, who's a 25-year-old centre-back from Preston for a, apparently, according to Sky Sports, it's 500,000 up front with 1.1 million add-ons, including potential future England appearances, which I think is a very hopeful one from Preston's part. Uh, we, obviously, we, we, yeah. hope, we hope he does well. Uh, I don't really know much about him, to be honest with you. We needed a centre-back because, obviously, VVD, Gomez and Matip are all injured. And Fabinho's out for a little bit in the minute. But we did need a centre-back, so I think... He seems, apparently he seems quite decent, I've heard. We'll take it. Uh, the second one, second centre-back, is Ozan Kabak, coming in on loan from Schalke uh, for an initial £1 million loan fee with an option to buy for £18 million in the summer. And uh, Schalke, in return, have brought in Shkodran Mustafi on a free after being released from his Arsenal contract. They've got their replacement, which they needed in part of the deal to work. So, again, I think it's a good option. I've watched a few clips this morning of Ozan Kabak in action. I heard he was good. Yeah. He, he's in 20. He's a, he looks like a talented player. He looks like a good corner threat. He looks like a good option in defence. He looks very solid. Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough to say because Schalke have had a rough season. They've shipped 49 goals. Oh, they've, they have been so bad this season. But yeah. that's, not, that's not really down to him. One centre-back does not... No. Could not well... Not, no, not, not, not entirely, anyway. The defense, the defense in general, and he's part of that defense. So. Yeah, I guess, but I don't. Yeah. I think that doesn't, yeah. doesn't really define him, from what I can see. Because no. everyone talks, yeah. everyone talks very highly of Ozan Kabak. I do yes. see a signing permanent in the summer if he does well. I, I can see it happening. Uh, so that that one, I think we've we, we've done a decent job. Everyone was saying that Liverpool have done well in um in the transfer window for that. I'm very pleased. Sent Takumi Minamino on loan to Samson. That'll do. However, you get him some game time. Yep. If he might play, because Klopp doesn't seem remotely interested in playing at the minute, apart from against 7 0 against Crystal <laughs> Palace. Uh, so that's good. I'll take that. Uh, the last two, oh, sorry, three ones. Uh, there's Alejandro Gomez, uh, who has left Atalanta. Uh, apparently, he had a bit of a row with the, the manager, Gian Piero Gasparini, in December, and that basically ended it, and they had to get rid of him. But an absolute yeah. bargain for Sevilla at 5 million euros, I have to say really is. I'm really surprised they did let him go for that kind of money. That's very cheap. Um, so he's gone to Sevilla. Yeah. He's got a good pedigree. 59 goals and 71 assists in 251 games for Atalanta. He's looked good in the Champions League. I've seen him play. He's, played for, he's looked like an excellent player. He is 32, which is the only issue with that deal. But they can get to it out of him easy. And 5 million euros is an absolute bargain for a player like that, I'd say. Yeah. Decent. Um, <clears throat> West Ham. Made some move the transfer window as well. They made their side Ben Rama 
deal permanent early uh, for £20 million, uh, which meant they could free up a domestic loan space for Jesse Lingard to come in from Manchester United. So, what do you think? What do you think of that? Lingardinho. What do you think of that one, mate? What do you think of that Lingardinho joining West Ham? Oh, I just hope. I just, as much as we all joke about him being awful, I genuinely hope that like he has a bit of a run and like actually does all right because he's actually not like he's not a terrible player. He's just he's had like, like he's obviously scored that incredible goal against Panama in the World Cup. <laughs> he's clearly not a bad. He's, he's clearly talented, but he's yeah. just not had the opportunity. And and yeah, I just I, I sort of feel for the bloke a bit, and I hope that he does play quite a bit. At, um. West Ham. West Ham. Well, I think I think if he can, if he can find some form, he'll definitely be pressing for the England Euro squad. But it's like we slightly just said, he played yeah. very well in that World Cup in 2018. He scored a few excellent goals in that, that tournament, so he clearly has potential. He's a bit like Deli Ali, kind of fallen off a bit of form. Yeah. I don't know what's happened. Just oh, I think of Deli. I'm surprised that PSG deal didn't go through. Very surprised. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I was expecting that to happen. Agree. Agree with that. It'd have been a good move for him, I think. Back, yeah. back, back with Poch. At PSG gets played Neymar and Mbappe. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 would, it would mean the best three players in the world would be Neymar and Mbappe, Deli Alley, in that order, really, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. What's <laughs> that like Wales Golf yeah. Madrid? Um, exactly. Famous, famous trio. Well, I'm sure I'm sure he's loving life at, at Spurs at the moment. Or Totteringham. And Gareth. Not scoring any goals. Oh, my goodness. Poor bloke. He's just being held hostage there. I feel for him. <laughs> he's, he's been, <laughs> but I don't know how they can seriously start. Vinicius up front ahead of him. And Harry Kane's not fit. Oh, I hope Vinicius starts against Chelsea. Yeah, if, he does, <laughs> if he does, you'll win that game. Uh, he'll come for half-time again, probably. Um, yeah, and the final one is Josh King. A very late deal last night. There were two clubs in for him. Uh, Fulham and Everton. Trying to sign from Bournemouth. Uh, I know you've read, you've read a bit about this, so you want to tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, uh, Josh King. Um, he used to be on Man United's books. Don't know if everyone knew that, but he used to be Man United's books back back in the day. They actually tried to sign him in the summer mm-hmm. for thirty, uh, like thirteen million, and um, Bournemouth like, nah, we mm. need him for um, mm. this season to try and get him back up into the Premier League. Yeah, but he's twenty nine. The bloke, uh, he's gone to Everton for five million pounds, I think. <clears throat> yeah, but, but I think it might be. It's only until the end of the season, so. But yeah, the thing I'm it's like a loan sort of situation. Well, the thing but... is, the thing is that no, I think I think it's a permanent because uh, they want some money for him. Right. Because at the end of the season, he'll be a free agent. Because he can he can have a sign a new contract. Oh, he's gonna have a sign a new contract with Everton, or he can go wherever he wants. So it leaves it very open yeah. for him at the end of the season. The thing is, good for his perspective. Uh, so he'll, I think he yeah. won't, he'll he won't mind that. Um, he but, could put himself in the shop window a little bit. If yeah, he does all potentially. Right, yeah. Uh, 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 well, he he'll want to play. He wants to get into good form before the Euros well for Norway yeah but we'll have to see I, I think that's a good signing personally um, right so yeah. we've gone through our, the, a few of the transfers there are quite, quite a few more than I remember I'm writing on that list but Dan <laughs> give me your your one to shine who is the best one from that, that list that you reckon will do well um, Who's, who, who, who do you see as being the biggest success or, Martin Odegaard Martin Odegaard to Arsenal I, I think it'll help Arsenal yeah. quite a lot, which really upsets me because I don't like Arsenal, but I think it'll help them a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good deal. I'm I'm a bit torn because I think that I, I'm between Josh King and Kabak. I think Kabak could have a big impact at the, at the back. Kabak at the back. Um, I reckon he could, he, he could do well. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go for Josh yeah. King because I think that him and Calvert Lewin will link up well and do well for Everton up front. I'm going Josh King. So th- those those were those were some of the set transfers from the transfer window in t- January 2021. Um, overall, it was a pr- it wasn't the most interesting window we've ever had because obviously the pandemic has affected yep. the funds of clubs severely. So not really surprising, but decent ones there, I'd say. What, you, what would you say? Solid. Words. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's just a bit quieter than normal. Yeah, for but sure. That's fine. I'm sure the summer will be a lot more exciting. I'm sure it will be. Right. So we've yes. talked about this window. Now we're going to talk about the past. Of January transfer windows, uh, we're going to go through some good ones and some bad ones, and there are some bad ones. Uh, so we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to start on the positive. We're going to start with the good. So we're going to start with one of the more, well, probably the, mo- well, the most recent ones we've got on our list from the last January transfer window. Probably the headline of that window was Bruno Fernandez being signed by Manchester United for forty-seven million pounds from Sporting Lisbon. Um. I think, yeah, I think it's been well noted that he's done quite well for Man United. Then he's played fifty-three. He hasn't. He's definitely boosted them as a team. He's played, and they've improved a yeah. lot. Oh, for under sure. Him, under the, uh, well, not under him. Sorry, he's not the manager. Really. <laughs> they, they've improved a lot. Like <laughs> they've improved a lot when he, since he's been there. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, exactly. It's not surprising. You look at the caliber of player he is. He's a fantastic football player. Well, yeah. As much as we joke and we're like fraud, Nandez, Panandez, ha ha ha. You have to realise that this book is actually quite good in terms of goals per games and like contributions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Granted, he does get a lot of penalties, but Very true. you have to score the penalties. So, you know. You do. Yeah, he's played, played 53. He, he, he's, he's annoyingly good, and I think that's a very good thing to be, is annoyingly good. Especially from a Man United perspective. They'll be very, very pleased with that one. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So he's played 53 games. 28 goals, 18 assists, so not a bad record at all. Quite good. Um, I did read a BBC, New- BBC Sports article saying, is Bruno Fernandes the best January transfer window signing? What do you, what do you, think, yeah. of, what do you think of that statement? Whatever. Well, they're suggesting that. Probably. <laughs> like, it probably is. I mean, or Van Dyke. It's him or Van Dyke. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I think I... Van Dyke, the impact that he had on. I think I think I would say it's Van Dyke over Fernandez because I think Van Dyke obviously he's been more established there for longer. Yeah, and he's um, definitely maybe probably quite good value for money. Mm. Seventy five mil for a Van Dyke is you wouldn't be able to buy a Van Dyke now for seventy five mil. No, no, it'd be hundred um, fifty mil. So exactly. Very true. Very so, true. Um, very, very true. Um, and I think as well he sort of. Your your problem was before you had him that you you just your defense was awful. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. well well well, well noted. Well noted that one. And um and he comes in and that bloke just just transforms your team mm-hmm. into a Champions League winning team mm-hmm. and you go on that sixty eight game unbeaten run at Anfield. Yeah. Which sadly, but not that sadly, you just recently come to an end, which means Chelsea still hold the record. Okay, mate. Look up my guy JT. Okay, we're not. Uh, we're not talking we'll talk about Chelsea here. Keep that. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep that for later. Um. But you could argue he's one of the best ones, certainly. Up with Van Dyke, up with Luis Suarez, who both were both which we're going to talk about in a minute. But one I've noticed on this article is uh, perhaps quite 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 a good one from Liverpool's perspective was Felipe Coutinho. Back in 2013, we only we signed him for eight and a half million pounds from Inter. We sold him for 130. Yeah, so that was a pretty good deal. Um, 
That's what I just noticed. I do think that Bruno Fernandes is one of the best. I'd definitely say that. Um, yeah. One of the good, one of the good signings of the last few years. Another one. About one of the bad signings. Oh, should we, I, go on. So I leave one of the bad ones. Oh, should we, 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 today? Oh, should we should, Okay, go on then. We should give me a bad one. I think personally, not that bad. Bad, but not that bad. Bad, but not the worst. Fernando Torres. Yeah. Fernando Torres, Liverpool to Chelsea, fifty million. Chelsea's record signing at the time. Mm-hmm. 172 games Chelsea, 45 goals. Yep. That's not great at all, considering no. he's like this renowned striker. But I have to say this now. As a Chelsea fan, and all Chelsea fans will agree with me, he scored one goal against Barcelona, <laughs> and that goal pays his 50 million fee just there and then, because he got us a Champions League final. Which Gary then, Neville, yeah. yeah, all that. Which, which he then won, but so... Exactly. He had a poor start at Chelsea, didn't score on for ages, but he is very respected at Chelsea Football Club for that one goal. Mm-hmm. What a man. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think I can definitely, definitely agree that he didn't live up to the hype because um, he was an ex- no. it was excellent at Liverpool. He scored 85 goals at Liverpool. And so, yeah. really, if you compare the stats, he's nowhere near that level because Torres at Liverpool no. was unstoppable at points. You saw what he did to Nevanya Vidic. Nevanya Vidic had nightmares that bloke was playing against him. As proved by that 4-1 victory at Old Trafford. So, you can see that he, he, he was a very, very good striker in his heyday. And I kind of cite the moment where it went wrong for him. When his hair changed, you remember that? In the 2010 World Cup, when he's, he's, his like blonde highlights disappeared, he cut his hair short. It's like Samson losing his hair. Ass. Losing his strength. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, obviously that's completely facetious and nonsense, but I just—it's that kind of almost like weird turning point that happened in Torres' career went went a bit downhill. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely a bad so. one. As I mentioned, a good one, another good one was Luis Suarez from Ajax to Liverpool. I mean, for twenty-four million, that is an absolute bargain for the impact he had. Absolute bargain. Uh, and yeah, him, positively and negatively. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, but yeah, we, we, won't, we won't mention his many, many controversies that we are very well documented. Um, but yeah, uh, 133 appearances, 82 goals, 47 assists. That's a goal per game ratio of 0.62, which is pretty good. That's a, over a goal every two games, which is incredible. That's incredible good, game. And that's, that, 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 that's, nearly, that's nearly one goal contribution a game. This is always in the game. Um, and we're still up with the title in 2013-14. As, as also well documented, we didn't we didn't win that sadly. We won't mention any more on that. But uh, he he. I think I think we should mention. That. I think no, we should no, let him, uh, no, a little no, slip. No 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 no, little... no 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 no. That we we have mentioned <laughs> Chris, it. Chris Dabble, was it? Chris Dabble? We've mentioned this enough. Please stop. Uh, well, we're wasting too much time on this. We talk about the transfers. Uh, so yeah, he he was true. He was an excellent impact at Liverpool. He's got a lot of goals. Uh, linked up very well with Steven Gerrard and Daniel Sturridge and Raheem Sterling in that impressive season. Um, <clears throat> he also was well noted for his incredible impact against Norwich. Absolutely ridiculous. So in his... He had, no, no, he had... He played six games against Norwich. Six. And he scored 12 goals and scored three assists. Ridiculous. Including goals of the season goals. I don't know. If you've not seen these... Go look it up. Type in Lewis Suarez's oh. greatest Premier League goals on Sky Sports YouTube. Look it up. Some of those goals are absolute worldies. A bit mostly against Norwich, but still, absolute worldies. The, the one where he flicks it over the defender's head and knocks it past the top corner past John Ruddy is one of the best goals I've ever seen. 
it's just it 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 is it, 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 that kind of player. It's just a mercurial striker. Kind of play you want on your team. Like he proved that when he went yeah. to Barcelona. He was still a good top player. And now for Atletico, that bloke's top striker, no doubt. And he did a he had a great he had a great yeah. back to Liverpool. Um, should we talk, talk about another bad one then? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Do you want to talk? Which, which Andy one? Carroll. Andy Carroll. Yes. <laughs> Sign on the same day as Suarez. We, we can be very, we can be very brief as this. We can be very, very, very brief as this. Yeah, he... same day as Suarez, for more than Suarez, and was worse than Suarez, and that's all we need to say for that. Yeah, because that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bloke, cool. bloke failed. Everyone wanted another good one. Yeah, he, he, what, just before he failed. I, yeah, yeah. He failed at Liverpool. He's failed at West Ham, and he's failing at Newcastle. Not being playing. Thirty-five million. What a waste of money. But we we had to rush to sign someone because we just sold Torres the same day. So. It was a bit of a rush decision, yeah. in my opinion. And a poor one of that. And it didn't work out. What a surprise. Big donut. No. Uh, anyway. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you want to talk about another good one, mate? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to mention a certain uh, Mr. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yes. British Dortmund to Arsenal in 2018. 2018. Yes, mate. He, sm- he completely smashed their transfer record at the time. I think mm-hmm. they smashed it since with the signing of Nicolas Pepe. Yeah, I think, but I think so, yeah. In 102 Prem games, he's got 59 goals and 13 assists, which is a goals-per-game ratio of 0.57. Which is pretty good. That's quite... That's pretty good. Granted, he's not in the best form at the moment. No, he's but... not. He's struggling a little bit at the moment. But when he turns it on, Alba turns the style on. He loves He loves the FA Cup. They love it all. Yep. Just, yeah, what well, a player. He has one of the best celebrations one of the, best in, the game. in the league. He's one of the best celebrations oh, as well. That that like back of the backflip oh. class. Any any player who can do a backflip celebration. celebration <laughs> any player can do that. It's class. And like, I remember the you remember Robbie Robbie Keane's backflipping like the little pistols. <laughs> so, yeah. Some iconic. So, maybe maybe we should do one of that celebr iconic celebrations. Had a thought. I'll write that down. <laughs> I think it's quite cool to talk about because it's a little bit about it because there are some really good ones. Uh right, yeah. Talked about Aubameyang again. Like I said, good a good signing. Uh, Arsenal needed that because they didn't really. Lacazette isn't that great. Waste the money on that one. Oh, it's okay. Should we talk about another bad one? Yes. Um, with a team that probably didn't. They probably didn't need this player, but signed him anyway. Schenk Tolson. In the same season, they signed. This bloke called Sandro. I think they signed Schenk Tolson as well. Crikey, twenty-seven million. <laughs> What a waste of money. Everton have made some uh, woeful signings. 11 goals and 6. Oh. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, Everton have made he's some... He's now been sent out on loan as well because he's that bad. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 got, he's gone back to Turkey, mate. Uh, he, he was on loan at Crystal Palace, don't forget, last season. Yes, he was, wasn't he? And he didn't he do anything. He about five goals there. Yeah, he, he did nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah, Everton have had some woeful signings. If you think about the signings that they've made the last few seasons, they have. There have been some awful ones. Like when they got the money for Lukaku, they actually wasted it on absolute garbage. Well, it was a bit. It was a bit like Spurs though when they got the money for Gareth. Yeah, Bale. exactly that. Correct. Apart from Christian Eriksen, the rest of them were awful. Yeah, well, I maybe a... you can argue Eric Lamella. I was about to say Dennis. Like... I was about to say Dennis on Eric Lamella at the same time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, 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 I don't, I don't rate him. But that's because I'm a Chelsea. Fan, he used but... to be. He used to be good. He's not as good as he was. He's definitely gone downhill. Anyway, yeah. That, that is a Rabona merchant. Yeah, he is. That quite often happens when a player when a club gets a lot of money for a player. Uh it didn't happen in Liverpool though, did it? Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad that didn't, didn't happen at Chelsea either, did it? Didn't happen at Chelsea either. No, mate. Getting the money for, for Hazard. Who do we sign? Oh, Havertz, Werner. Well, Perfect. We have well, to see. They're going to come into their own. We have to see, but it'll happen. But there's, but there's potential for that. Should we, yes. Shall uh, we just move on from talking about Chelsea? Because I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had enough of Cenk Tosin. One word, garbage. Move on. Uh, next good one, uh, Virgil van Dijk. We've mentioned the last good, the last good one. We've got the last, good, the last <laughs> of our four good ones, Virgil van Dijk. I mean, you can't really argue the fat bloke has had a massive impact. Uh, he signed for we, se- yeah. He signed for seventy-five million uh, in January twenty eighteen, and he improved Liverpool's events almost immediately. He he scored ahead on his first game on the FA Cup against Everton, uh, and he took Liverpool's Liverpool's events. What a way to endear yourself to the fans. Exactly, mate. <laughs> Header against in the derby at Anfield. What a way, and won, won the game two one. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, he's automatically improved the defence. Beyond ridiculous. Uh, Liverpool, as a result of that, won the Champions League in 2019 and won the Premier League in 2020. I mean, without that man, I don't think we won. Uh, without him and Allison, I don't think we won though. Won won the title because those players no. incredible. Allison especially. Allison. Allison could easily fit on this good. This good signings if he was signing January, but it was yeah. it, it was a, it was an excellent signing. Van Dijk just improved. Those two players have ridiculously improved Liverpool. Two players we needed to sign. Neglected for about three years. Like Klopp was like, nah, sign a good centre back, sign a good goalkeeper. Nah, I've got Mignolet, I've got Martin Skirtle, uh, who'd gone a bit downhill by that point. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Sebastian Coates and whatever shite we've signed this past. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, so that that obviously improved us so much. Any thoughts on that? Yes. Yeah. No, I've already I've already shared my thoughts on that. Okay, Knight lovely. Yeah. When yeah, so Wait. I think yeah. Lovely. Well, he's obviously an established Premier League player, so it was it was a safe signing. It is, it is. And now, well, I heard. I, oh, sorry, I heard a story about him. Gone. It was when he was at Celtic before mm-hmm. he was at um, Southampton. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers was the manager at the time, and Brendan yeah. Rodgers has pulled him over and said, "Look, mate, you're you're not going to be here for very long. You are going to be one of the best because you can obviously tell Brendan yeah. Rodgers, great manager. He, you can tell he knows talent when he sees it. Yeah." Yeah. Exactly. He goes to Southampton for half much and then goes to Liverpool for 75 mil, so... Yeah. Yeah. Southampton don't mind. Well, it's, it's weird how the Southampton thing's gone, gone the other way now. They've signed Minamino on loan from us and trying to sign Nico Williams yesterday. <laughs> so fun. Well, he... But didn't, didn't he just refuse to play for Southampton? I'm not really Van sure. Dijk, oh, Van, like oh, Van Dijk, yeah. He yeah, like, he, he was... Because they wouldn't sell him and then he was... And he refused. Yeah. He was like, I, I want to leave. <laughs> and eventually they gave in. <laughs> But yeah, as I said, excellent yeah. deal. He's a top defender. He'll, oh, he might back for the Euros. Probably won't be, but uh, see him next season yeah. certainly. Anyway, um, yeah, and the final, yeah. final, <laughs> final bad player. Um, only bad at the club he moved to. Oh, I have to say, he was very good at his previous club. But that man, Alexis, it's Alexis Sanchez, who moved from Arsenal to yeah. Manchester United. Uh, wasn't a great deal for Man United. They could clearly say he was he was a good player at Arsenal, but there was a period at Arsenal where he'd just given up and wasn't bothered anymore, and he <laughs> wanted to leave. Yeah. And that not being bothered continued. I think uh, he just lost lost his mojo. I think it's fair to say. Continued when he moved to Inter as well. Now, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, at Arsenal he was very good. He he played 166 games, uh, 80 goals, 45 assists. That's an excellent record. Uh, and then compared to Man United is, stats, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Compared to Man United stats, forty-five games, five goals, nine assists. That yeah. is 
awful. Truly awful. That is dreadful. What a bad player. <laughs> Terrible business for Man United, it has to be said. Especially it's paying extortionate wages yeah. of 400 grand a week for him as well. Even more stupid. Yes. It's just yeah, it's truly, truly woeful. So, <laughs> no, I don't think much needs to be said about Alex Sanchez being awful. <laughs> no. It's truly dreadful at Manchester United. But those were some so good... Is that... Yeah, yeah, good yeah. and bad from so, recent transfer windows. Yes, mate. Those those are some good we ones. We tried to get them for like the last like ten years, sort of. Just yeah, we wanted to get ones we, we, we could we, we, yeah ones we could actually remember, not ones that were like from like exactly because I because I wasn't much of a football fan when I was like five. Right, I was, but I just wouldn't have like been as interested as this. Funny enough, I didn't watch football <laughs> in two thousand and one. I was only two then. Um, no. Anyway, those are some good and some bad transfers from past during transfer windows and didn't really the last few years. Um, yes. Moving on to our final, final part of the show, which is guess the player. Uh, this week, Dan has chosen a player with which I will have to guess, and you listeners will have to guess. So please, we'll if put you have on the Instagram, yeah, yeah we'll we'll put it on the Instagram yeah. at yeah. Ge- at Generation Football Podcast and on Twitter at yep. Gen Football Pod. Gen Football Pod. Yep. That those yep. those are the socials. Oh, sorry, before 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 I do this I, yes. I, I wanted to, i forgot to do it i wanted to give a special shout out to um emma hayes's chelsea women's team 33 games unbeaten is a record for the women's super league so hats off to them for doing that well fair, done guys fair congratulations play. Fair, play, fair, play. fair play fair play fair play yeah so my guest the player this yeah. week yes mate go on clue number one yes he is dutch okay yeah um there's a lot of dutch players so it could be a lot of players at this point it's yeah. a pretty big country. Well, yeah, there's a lot of fo- there's a lot of well-known footballers from the Netherlands. Go on. He played. He's played for. Yeah. Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Bayern Munich. Oh. I don't think a Dutch player to play for Chelsea now. Narrows it down a little bit. There, there's a few I can think of here. There's a few. Yeah. Yeah, but Same. not not sure. Not sure they've all played <laughs> for those clubs. Three. Go on. He now plays for the team that handed him his first ever professional. Start. That's an interesting one. And that's it. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Indeed, indeed I, it is. I think I know who it is. I've got I think I've got it. Well, uh we can discuss this after the show. Exactly, mate. We can but but for you at home, those are your clues. I'll put them up on the old social media. So hopefully you might you might get this one. I don't know how many you've got the last yeah. one. I think it shouldn't be too hard, because Dan got it. So <laughs> but thank Whoa, but... hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been the second podcast of the Generation Football Podcast. Uh, same podcast, podcast, a lot of times there. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with you next week uh, around the same time. We don't, for we them... don't know what we're going to be discussing next week. But no, we'll figure it out. <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll think about it. We'll let you know. Uh, so thank you very much Indeed. for listening. Thank you, Dan, for joining me. It's all right. Thank you, Toby, for joining me. Yes, excellent, ex- excellent <laughs> stuff. Very boring about you. <laughs> oh mate, it would, wouldn't be the same one person talking the microphone by themselves. Uh, <laughs> it you, would not. We need some. We need some debate. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And have a good rest of your day.